When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Auburn Live Podcast, your home for bold, insightful, and honest conversations around Auburn athletics. Where you go? All right, welcome into another Auburn Live show. I am Justin Hokinson. Appreciate everybody for joining us uh, today. If you're not a part of the Auburn Live community, uh, go join, man. 50% off, I think, right now, auburnlive.com. Um, we're building a great community. We're really proud of what we're doing. And um, and so go be a part of it. Um, we would really, really appreciate it. All right. It's been a minute since we've jumped on here. Um, and, and, and there's a lot to talk about. Um, and I really want to focus on the basketball, the basketball team today and kind of how they've how they've done the last three weeks or so. Um, look, this team is at a crossroads completely. Um, they're they're I guess, uh, three and three in their last six games. Uh, they got a road game and a, and a home game coming up. Um, and this has happened before. This has happened before with some with some Bruce Pearl teams. I wrote a story about a week ago. Um, two of his teams have finished four and four down the stretch in the last eight. The final four team finished six and two down the stretch, including winning the last four. Um, the two teams that finished four and four, one was the regular season championship team with with Mustafa Heron and company that really flamed out one and done in the SEC tournament. Uh, and then a second round loss to Clemson by 30 points. Um, there was a lot of issues with that team. And there's a lot of reasons why that team lost momentum down the stretch. Uh, Anthony McLemore getting hurt was one of them. Some internal locker room issues was another one. And then you had the team that finished four and four with Samir Dowdy and Isaac Okoro that had, uh, you know, some injuries. Isaac Okoro missed two games, was injured. Uh, and I think they lost both those games um, to Missouri and Georgia. Um, and then they finished the year beating Tennessee by 20 and Knoxville probably played their best game of the season. So it would have been interesting to see how that team, um, finished out the year. Um, but the way that team finished that four and four was different than the, than the regular season championship four and four. Um, you know, that Isaac Okoro being injured really is what hurt them on a couple of those losses. And then they got him back and would have been interesting to see what they could have done in, in the postseason. Um, but look with this team. The last couple of weeks have been uh, frustrating. I mean, they've lost three straight road games, um, close games, you know, close games, but they've lost three straight road games and they haven't played particularly well offensively, really not well at all um, against uh, Arkansas, Florida, and now Tennessee. So I think that that's the big question right now with this team is, you know, what's going on? Uh, can they fix it? And how will they translate onto a neutral court? Um, cause they're great at home. They have one more chance to finish this, you know, to finish this regular season undefeated at home. Um, they've got road wins. I mean, you look at it and you say, well, Auburn's not good away from home. Well, they've got seven road wins I and mean, they've got more road wins than probably anybody in the league. Um, even in conference. Um, and there's no shame in losing at Tennessee or at Arkansas. My gosh, those places are 20,000 people. And, and both of those environments, when you talk to people that were there, Arkansas fans and Tennessee fans, when you see what they said, Fans of those schools describe those atmospheres as some of the best atmospheres they've ever seen. So, 
you know, Auburn lost in some extremely tough places in overtime and by five. And granted, they were down 11 to Tennessee uh, and, and kind of made that comeback in the last minute and a half to make it a three-point game and then couldn't, couldn't get it any closer. So there's no shame in losing those games on the road at all. Kentucky hasn't lost at home. Arkansas hasn't lost at home. Uh, I'm sorry, Arkansas has lost once at home, but I don't think in conference. Tennessee hasn't lost at home, and Auburn hasn't lost at home. They're really good teams, and they're, and they're going to defend their home court. Um, I think the bigger issue is, is, is the offense and the inconsistencies and just trying to figure out how does this, how does this Auburn team translate onto a neutral court um, and whether or not what they're going through now is good or bad and is it, is it stalling their momentum um, is it going to create issues or is it going to create lessons that they're going to learn from? And really, we don't know that answer. Um, we don't know that answer until they get to Tampa, uh, see how they do there, and then and then get in that first round game. Um, and so here, here's what I'll say when we talk about this team. I think there's room for both points of view. I think there's room for um, the optimistic view of, Hey, they're still 25 and four. Um, their losses, three of their four losses are to UConn, top 20, Arkansas, Tennessee. Arkansas and Tennessee are, should be top 10 teams. I mean, honestly. So you're talking about three of your four losses are elite losses. I mean, they, they two on the road and one on a neutral court. They, they can't get, in terms of a good loss, they can't get, they can't get any better. Um, so three of those four losses are, are um, you know, two, one in double overtime, one in overtime and one by five points. So when you look at it that way, and then of course the game in Florida, Florida's a you know a, a decent team. They're on the bubble. You lose by one. Um, tough place to play. So if you want to look at it that way, look, there's a lot of positive. You know, the losses are really, really, really good losses, elite losses, if you will. Um, they are still one game up in the SEC. They can still win the the outright championship. Um, they play great defense. Auburn played one of their better defensive games in the game against Tennessee. Um, held them to, I think, one of the lowest, uh, I think it was one of Auburn's better field goal percentage uh, defense games of the season. Um, and played really, really well on, on defense. Um, and so there's a lot of positive things about this team. You, you can, I understand the point of view of, well, who doesn't lose at Arkansas or who doesn't lose at Tennessee? It's okay. Um, I get that big picture. Auburn's still in a great position, big picture. Auburn still has a very good team um, and all of that good stuff. And so I get that point of view and, and I think that's perfectly fine. But I do think that there's also room for um, some critique. I think there's room for some, uh, I, I wouldn't say worry, concern uh, in terms of the offensive inefficiencies. Um, and I think that uh, I think there's a place for that as well. I think there's a place to talk about this team and what they've done and, and all the good things, but also look and say, okay, they're three and three over the last six. They haven't cracked 70 in the last three road games. They're in the 60s. Um, they're starting to rely on Jabari Smith a lot more the last four games. That's not good. Uh, I think Jabari's, if you go look at the, the advanced analytics, Jabari Smith's usage rate, which really is just a, a metric that measures kind of your involvement, your, your total usage, whether it's field goal attempts and uh, free throws and, and things of that nature. Um, his usage numbers 
are in the last, you know, five, six, seven games are some of the highest of the season. I mean, he, he's become, as the offense has become more inefficient, as KD Johnson has struggled, as Wendell has struggled, um, Jabari has, they've gone to him more. Now that's, that's, that's good thing you have Jabari Smith. Uh, his three highest scoring games of the season have come in the last four games, but Auburn's only two and two in those games. So as good as Jabari is, Auburn is not a team that's built for him to go for 28. That, that's, that's, if he goes for 28, that means the rest of the team's not contributing, and that's not how Auburn – that's not how this team's going to win. Um, and so I think there's room for some, some – a little bit of concern. Um, I think as the season goes on, you look at how teams are adjusting to KD Johnson and, and Wendell Green. Um, as good as those players are, there's some limitations there. Um, I think teams have decided to try to back off KD Johnson a little bit, let him shoot. He's not shooting well. You don't want him attacking the basket because he can draw fouls and finish. Wendell, they're getting up in Wendell Green. He, you know, Wendell's still got a long way to go. He's a pretty good athlete. He's not Jared Harper type athlete. That's why the comparisons early in the year when people were talking about Wendell Green and Jared Harper were a little frustrating because Jared Harper was an amazing athlete. I mean, just go back and look at the Xavier game when he goes up and throws it down over a power forward in the Bahamas or in, in, in Hawaii, uh, Maui. Jared Harper was a fantastic athlete. Wendell's not that athlete. Um, and so teams are getting more up in him. And, um, and they're not going to let him get the kind of good looks. I mean, he's shooting. Some of his shooting numbers are struggling because he's, he's not getting good looks. Everything's really tough for him right now. Um, and so they're, they're figuring out ways to play them. Um, and then Walker and Jabari are going to do their thing. And then you've got just the turnovers, the rash of turnovers is, that, that's kind of happened lately that's, that's hurting Auburn. So there's just a number of things that are, that are kind of combining to sort of put Auburn in this crossroads of having to figure out some things offensively. You know, you look at Zep Jasper and what he did against Ole Miss, and you thought, okay, there's a, new, there's a little bit of a revelation. Zep Jasper's a pretty good spot-up shooter. I'm at a lot of practices, and he's a, he's a good spot-up shooter. Um, I don't see why he can't be what Javon McCormick was in terms of, you know, spotting up and knocking down some threes. Now, he didn't – I think he wasn't really much of an offensive threat against Tennessee. But I think there's room there potentially for Zepp to add something there. Um, you know, maybe he can play with Wendell um, at the same time and, and Zepp can get some looks. Um, Alan Flanagan's got to sort of settle in. I thought he actually had a pretty decent game against Tennessee and did a lot of good things well. Um, but really, when you look at the offensive inefficiencies in the last few games, a lot of it comes down to KD and Wendell. Those are two guys that can score. Um, they're electric. But when they're not on, um, it, it just sends Auburn into a tough spot offensively. Uh, Walker gets a lot of his points on dishes, you know, drive, dish it to him and dunk. There's not a lot of post-up game from him. You know, he gets stuff off the pick and roll, things like that. So if those guards are struggling – He's not going to get the same opportunities. He only had eight points against Tennessee. Jabari's going to get his opportunities on the elbow and things like that one-on-one. He's fine. Um, but KD and Wendell are guys that for a lot of the season were producing, were consistent, um, and were kind of instant offense potential type guys. And Auburn doesn't have anybody else like that. You know, Devin sort of has his little niche of driving baseline or, um, you know, getting an offensive rebound. Jalen Williams – has a role, but he, he was kind of non-existent against Tennessee. But those guys aren't instant offense. You kind of have to get them in their certain positions to play well um, offensively. 
Wendell and KD can kind of they can create and they can score from all over. Um, and so they're just extremely important. I mean, so it's, it's really no surprise that where they when they've struggled, Auburn as a team has struggled. Um, now, what's impressive is that Auburn's still in the position they are and they still go to Tennessee and they're up 11 at one point and, um, you know, they, they lose by one at Florida, have a chance to win. They go to overtime against Arkansas. Um, you know, Tennessee went there and lost by 10. Um, and so there's 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 some really good things that this this team does, but the offensive inefficiencies are a struggle right now. Um, and they've got to figure they got to figure that out. Um you know, there's there's some decision making. There's some shots that are that are they're shot that are not great. Um, and I think the big question is, what do they look like on a neutral court? Games aren't going to be played on the road. They're not going to be played in front of Auburn Arena. I still think Auburn is a really tough team to beat on a neutral court. Defensively, they're fantastic. Um, they've still got a really good bench that gives them minutes. That was kind of their Achilles heel against Tennessee, but overall the bench is there, and they've got the athletes to come off the bench and compete. Um on a neutral court, Auburn's still going to be really tough to beat, but they've got to figure out better ways for Katie Johnson and Wendell Green to score. Those guys are, are I, I think, attempting too tough a shots um, too consistently right now um, to 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 help Auburn get get over the hump. So I get both sides of 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 the coin in terms of how people are looking at this team. Whether you want to say everything's fine or whether you want to be concerned, I think there's room for both. I really do. Um, I, I really do. So is it tough to win on the road? Yes. But there's some things that Auburn's doing right now. I mean, when your point guard goes two for 15, that's not good. Um, when you're three point shooting over the last, I think over the last probably eight games or so, Auburn's shooting about 26% from three. Uh, it's abysmal. It's abysmal. Devin Cambridge is under 20% in SEC play. Um, yet he still takes threes. Um, I mean, so, on one hand, you could say, hey, if those shots start falling, of course. Um, but it's been now, it's not, hasn't just been a couple of games. It's been quite a few games now of three-point shooting struggling. And I think a lot of that goes into the type of shots they're taking. You know, Wendell and KD are taking tough threes. They're undersized guards, and they're taking contested threes or step-back threes. Um, I think they need to try to figure out how to get those guys better looks from three-point land. Instead of instead of having them just sort of go one on one and have to go through their legs and step back or and and, and make a tough shot, um, and maybe that's where somebody like Zep could come into play. Maybe he could play alongside of KD and Wendell, and they're so focused on those guys. Maybe maybe Zep can get some spot up threes and help relieve some pressure. But they've got to figure out how to get better looks from three. There's too much uh, kind of one on one and too difficult of threes being taken. It's no wonder the percentages are so low. Um, I mean, my gosh, the way they're shooting threes you might as well have Jabari just spot up from the logo and and you have probably as good a percentage as, as, as everybody else is shooting right now. Might as well let Jabari shoot eight, eight a game. Um, so look, this team is still in a really good position. They do the, they do a few things well that will travel in, in the postseason. They played fantastic defense. They rebound really well, even though against Tennessee, it was their worst re- rebounding game of the season. Uh, that was hard to explain. A lot of good bounces for Tennessee, um, and a lot of a lot of effort from Tennessee on that offensive side uh, on the offensive glass. So that was unusual. You know, I, I don't think that's something that's going to be a regular thing. I mean, UConn is the only other team that really handed it to Auburn on the glass. And and look, there's a theme there. Auburn and you know Tennessee and UConn both have a lot of length and some good athletic ability, and they they crashed the glass and they got tips. And so you look at Wendell or Katie, whatever. Those are smaller guards. And so 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What Auburn needs to do is take advantage of that. If, if teams are going to do that, like Tennessee did, if Auburn could have done a better job, they could have had a lot of transition opportunities. Some teams decide to, to, to go back because they don't want Auburn to run. And what you wonder is, is you look at UConn and Tennessee, do teams start to crash the offensive glass and say, look, we can, we can get some boards on these guys. Let's take our chances. Let's not just bail and give them the, give them the rebound to stop them in transition. Let's, let's attack that glass and see if we can't do what Tennessee did. And so that'll be something interesting to watch as well. Um, but look, big picture, Auburn's still a fantastic team. They have the pieces to go a long way. They've got defense. They've got, um, you know, they've got a center. They've got a scorer in Jabari. They've got a bench that can come off, you know, that can they can provide minutes and athletic ability and all that stuff. So, um, really, with this team, it's going to come down to matchups um, in the NCAA tournament. It's going to come down to matchups, um, which which is what it's all about, really. I mean, if you look at some of the some of the teams that Auburn struggled with, there's height, there's length, there's big guards. Um, whether it's UConn, Tennessee, Arkansas. Um, and so it, it's just going to depend on, it's going to depend on the matchup when they get into the, uh, into the tournament. Um, and so we'll see, I think it's really important for Auburn. Obviously it's important for Auburn to at least share this SEC title game. They, they cannot, if, if they lose, um, you know, if they lose to Mississippi state beat South Carolina, they could share it, but they could end up losing the number one seed. I mean, Tennessee and Arkansas, both are still there. There's a very, I mean, there's there's a decent chance Auburn still doesn't get the one seed if they don't if they don't beat Mississippi State, it's it's going to be a struggle, and that would be really really disappointing to lead the league the entire season and then the last two weeks to lose it and, and not finish the number one seed, um, that'll be disappointing. In the SEC, SEC tournament, you know, I think for seeding purposes, Auburn's probably going to have to win that thing to be the number one seed a number one seed overall. I mean, unless they unless they beat Mississippi State, beat South Carolina, win their first Friday game, win their Saturday game, if they can reel off four in a row, then you know, and, and maybe they lose to Kentucky in the championship game, maybe. But but you got to think if they if that happens, this you know, what does Kentucky do leading up to that game? And Kentucky can can Kentucky steal a one seat? Those teams are just so close in terms of how good they are. It's going to be, you know, you got Arizona, Gonzaga, Baylor. It's going to be tough, I think, for Auburn to not win the tournament and and still be a one seed because of these recent losses. If they had beaten Florida or beaten Tennessee, they wouldn't have to win the tournament. You know, they they could beat State, beat South Carolina, make it to make it to Saturday or make it to Sunday, and I think they'd be fine. But because of these losses, I think it puts Auburn in a position where they're probably going to have to win the tournament to hold on to that one seed. Like I said, I mean, I, if they win four in a row, state South Carolina, first round game against maybe state South Carolina, Florida, something like that, win that, and then you beat, you know, on Saturday you beat, um, you know, let's say you beat Tennessee or Arkansas, which is what it would take, which would be incredible. That'd be pretty big. I mean, and so there's a chance, you know, maybe maybe they lose a close game in the championship game, but it's 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 going to be tough just because of. Gonzaga, Arizona, Kansas, Baylor, it's just Duke. It's a bunch of teams right there that 
that can, I think, all potentially make a case for a one seed. And so it's going to be interesting down the stretch for Auburn. Really, the only difference there is if Auburn's a one seed, there's a pretty good chance they end up in Greenville, South Carolina in the first round, which would allow for a good number of Auburn fans to travel, be at the game, um, and stay as close to home as possible. Uh, if they end up a two seed, it just it just puts it into a position where you're not sure where you go. You're not going to be in Greenville. And so then where then where do you go? I mean, you're if you're the if you're the fifth overall seed and you're a number two seed, you, you shouldn't be shipped out west um, or anything crazy. You should you should deserve something better than that. But you're just not going to be in Greenville uh, and really close to home and where Auburn fans, it'll just limit the Auburn fans that can be there and things like that. So, um, you know, being a two seed, you're playing a 15 or one. It, it's not the end of the world. Um, I mean, if you can make the final four as a five seed, then you can do it as a two, obviously. So it really just matters more of where you travel in that first round. That's what Auburn's playing for is to try to stay in Greenville and allow, you know, five, six, seven thousand Auburn fans to go to Greenville and, and watch your first round game and then watch your second round game potentially. So um, that's kind of what they're playing for in terms of, of seeding. And then and then momentum. Look, this is a feel good team, Auburn. You know, they need they need some they need some momentum going into the into the NCAA tournament. Um, win that Friday game in the SEC tournament, hopefully win Saturday. Um, but I think as long as they just don't flame out on Friday, it, it won't be the end of the world for this team. This team just needs to get to the NCAA tournament, get on a neutral court, win the first round game, and then let's see what happens. Because Auburn's tough to prepare for, especially on a short notice. So, you know, I think you get them in the NCAA tournament on neutral court and they'll be tough. It just depends on the matchup. So, Anyway, look, I think Auburn's in good position. Kentucky's fantastic. Tennessee's fantastic. Arkansas's fantastic. Um, but it really comes down right now to Wendell and KD. They've, those, those two guys have got to get easier shots. They've got to get better looks. Um, and maybe 15 shots is too many for your point guard. I mean, it, distribute that ball around a little bit more. Um, I don't know. But those two guys have just got to be more efficient. And KD has some good points. He had 18 points against Tennessee. Um but still struggling from three. So those two guys have just got to become more efficient in what they do. They've got to get better looks for them. Um, and I'm not sure you know, Bruce, Bruce Pearl's obviously a fantastic coach and he'll figure some things out. Um, but uh, that's going to be, that's going to be big. So um, look, it's exciting basketball season. This team's still got a chance to do some great things. There's a lot of good teams, but the way Auburn's built, they're built to win games in March. They can do it. They can do it. Just depends on the matchup, depends on the shooting night, but I mean, Auburn can overcome a lot. They lose by five at Tennessee, and they got out-rebounded by 23. They shot terrible from three. Their bench did nothing. Um, their, their Wendell's, Wendell went two for 15, and they still lost by five. They were still a, it was a three-point game with 30 seconds left. I mean, if, if that ball doesn't bounce in from Kennedy Chandler, Auburn has a chance to tie that game. I mean, so Auburn, if for all their flaws, there's a lot of things they do well that allow them to stay in a game. They can overcome a lot of issues in a game. They just can't overcome them all at the same time. Nobody can. But they can overcome a bad rebounding night or a bad three-point shooting night or even a Wendell off night. If every, They can overcome some of those things. They just can't do it all at once. And that's what happened at Tennessee. It was just too much to overcome. Same thing kind of like at Arkansas. KD and Wendell struggled and didn't shoot well from three and, um, and on and on. So, uh, look, fantastic team. Um, and we'll see what they got. Um, big game against Mississippi State. He's a really good team, obviously. Um, and then South Carolina, who's playing pretty well at, at the end of the season. Those are, those are going to be two really tough games, especially because the pressure is going to be on Auburn. I mean, I don't care what their records are. The pressure's on Auburn, and so those games are going to be really, really tough games. And it's good. It's good that Auburn's feeling this pressure, honestly. You can take a lot of lessons from that. 
Um, they need it. They need to face the pressure the next two weeks because that's what the SEC tournament's going to feel like. That's what the NCAA tournament's going to feel like. They need to understand pressure and they need to play with pressure and they need to value the basketball under pressure. Um, and so let's see how they do these these next two games and see if they can try to do um, a better job. Um, the football wise, uh, spring practice coming up. Uh, nothing really going on. I mean, a couple of weeks recruiting offers are going out like crazy. Uh, staff's complete. Um, and so we'll, we'll kind of see how. How the new staff plays out, a lot of lot, maybe a lot more continuity with what Brian Harson wants to do. So hopefully less internal issues with the coaching staff and things like that. We'll we'll get a lot more into football as as spring practice gets closer and sort of evaluate the coaching staff. And we'll get we'll get Jeffrey and Cole on and we'll maybe do a round table on what to expect and, and sort of what, what the expectations are for the staff and this team going into spring and all that good stuff. So make sure at AuburnLive.com. Appreciate um, everybody being a part of the community. Let's keep this thing going. Um and uh, a lot of recruiting information from Cole and Jeffrey, and we'll still we'll, we'll keep covering the basketball team and, and giving you as much insight and context and perspective as we can. Uh, good team, Auburn's a good team. They'll figure it out. So we just gotta we just gotta sort of hang with them and let's see uh, let's see um, let's see how they can maybe right the ship a little bit. See if they can fix some of the inefficiencies, and let's see what they do in that first round game of the SEC tournament, neutral floor in Tampa, a place they didn't play well early in the year. Let's see what that game looks like. Let's see what that game looks like um, and if they can win that and then get to the next one. I mean, that's what happened with that Final Four team. They didn't always play great down the stretch. I mean, they won those last four. But you think about even that SEC tournament. They play Missouri, fairly close game they pull away. They play South Carolina, competitive game they pull away. I mean, that Final Four team, it's not like they went into the to Nashville, blew Missouri out, blew South Carolina out. I mean, on the Saturday semifinal game, you know, it took a Jared Harper three with 30 seconds left to go up by four. Um, against a, a Florida team similar to this year's Florida team. I mean, so they had three you know, competitive games, and then it all came together, blew Tennessee out, and then, heck, New Mexico State, they almost blew that game. So, man, it's just about winning winning those games and advancing on. I mean, even that Final Four run, there still were some really close games that Auburn, you know, were, com- were competitive with. Um, it just depends on the matchups and things like that. So let's see how they do that on stretch. Let's see how they do in that first game against Tampa. Um and, and see if they can figure things out, stay together as a team, um, and uh, and make a run. All right, appreciate everybody joining us, auburnlive.com. Uh, make sure you're a subscriber, and we'll holler at you soon. See ya, bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.